One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. So, Brendan, we're coming a little early this week due to scheduling um, issues. And when we started, like, talking about having to to record a little early, I was like, oh, damn. We're only going to have Potomac and Salt Lake City to discuss. Mm -hmm. And little did we know, the Bravo world would explode with news this week there's so much news start spreading it start spreading the news and i you know we had a week like this a few weeks ago with like trailer 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 Mm -hmm. and there's only so much to discuss about trailer 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 this week is like off camera news off camera crazy news we would have never expected Mm -hmm. i think four pretty big news stories yeah let's get to maybe the 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 news story that kind of hits closest to home, one might say. <laughs> uh, well, it's over. Or, <laughs> or is it? Or is it? <laughs> Who knows? Okay. So there have been approximately 100 Rony Legacy page six articles this week. It's wild. Um, so, so take your pick as to which one you're going to look at. We are looking at one that was published yesterday that uh, Rony cast blames each other for the legacy deal collapse. Mm -hmm. Okay. So housewives divided cannot stand dot, dot, dot each other. I love, love the writing of page six. It's like Shakespeare page six. Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, Page six has learned that uh, Rony died as a lived colon fighting. We hear that the potential stars of the new legacy edition of the Bravo show weren't on the same page about whether or not to accept a deal that would get the show on the air. And that the ones who were ready to sign on the dotted line were pretty pissed 
mm-hmm. at the holdouts who brought the whole thing crashing down. We previously reported that the network, which has rebuilt the main Housewives of New York show from the ground up and booted the veteran cast members, have been in talks with old-timers Luann, Sonia, Jill, Kelly, and Dorinda about a so-called legacy edition that would run parallel. Mm-hmm. Okay, but talks came to a standstill with the talent asking for more money per episode and more guaranteed episodes per season, but Bravo insisting that the stars overestimate their worth. Now we hear that it wasn't a unanimous decision on the part of the housewives. Sources say that, for example, Kelly was ready to sign, mm-hmm. um, but a source closer complained that Zarin was pushing for a big payday that was the straw that broke, broke the camel's back. Additionally, um, Medley was ready to sign, and Sonya was barely paying attention. On brand. <laughs> so... There's more. There's so much more to this. Like Andy tweeted, "Don't believe everything that you read." Mm-hmm. Then uh, John Hill asked him about this on Radio Andy, and then he says, "Like how there's pockets of truth to mm-hmm. everything that's out there." And then Luann was like caught, quote unquote, like at a restaurant <laughs> reading this very Page Six story, and yes. then they wrote another Page Six story about her and her comments. And then Lou and Dorinda went out to lunch with Ramona, who's not even part of this conversation. I know, and Sonia's been posting today. It's like, the girls are now like lip syncing for their lives. <laughs> the, then, did you see the part where like, Heather was in talks as long as it was guaranteed that Leah and Ebony were not involved? Wild. I, I, I kind of think like, this isn't all bad. I think it's an exercise in the fact that like everyone is paying attention and caring, mm-hmm. showing like, oh, does this matter? Yeah, and I think the network is probably trying to push these girls a little bit so mm. that negotiations go a little easier. I also think, I have a theory. Mm. The page six article saying that Jill's the holdout doesn't smell right to me. It sounds insane. It doesn't sound real to me. It sounds like Dorinda's people leaked that. Mm, Yeah, it smells of Dorinda. Yeah. Even though the article says it was like Kelly's sources or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, so like Jill knows what a check from NBC Universal looks like these days mm-hmm. for for a Jill Zarin. Yeah. So like, how do you go from that to being the holdout who wants a crazy sum? I don't know. Especially, we all know this isn't going to be like a normal Housewives season. Yeah, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. It's like, to me, I'm picturing it like, vacation adjacent Mm -hmm. which is why i don't even understand why don't they just do it like ultimate girls trip roni girls i don't know i also i have a feeling that like season two of roni rebooted is Mm -hmm. gonna like reincorporate some of these women i'm thinking that too like if if this sinks we're almost guaranteed yeah to see some old faces on Roni reboot. Yeah. Right? I I think so. Or at least I'm hoping so. Yeah. I just... Let's just like... Let's go back to like season nine. <laughs> when life was good. I... Do we know that reboot is done yet? Because I know they filmed a trip recently. I think it must be done. It's probably, if not done now, 
soon. It's ending very soon, yeah. Yeah, because it was a, a destination vacation that yeah. they were on. The problem is the reboot women are too social media savvy mm. that they never post shit in real time. So yeah. you aren't getting the good behind the scenes coverage that we would for like if Vicky Gunvalson was there. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Wow. Anything else on Roni reboot? I mean, two people who aren't in the conversation who mm. I want to be are Carol and Tinsley. Mm. Well, I think Tinsley was in the conversation as an official bow out. Mm-hmm. Like she just was not interested in it. I have not seen Carol's name anywhere. Well, Carol hates. I know Carol hates, but it's not a Nini situation where we're like suing the network or something. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's always room to make up. I mean, Bethany has done so many bad things that I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised to see her back. I know. Um, everyone, stand together. <laughs> grab each other's hands and pray and that pray. we get something. Mm. We This podcast was built on Roni. I know. Like We started... As a new season was premiering. Yeah. Like that was the reason for the season. Season eight. Mm. Jules. Jules. Wow. Oh, let's get her back in the picture. I recently, actually today I was looking at the picture of us at Stonewall with Jules, <laughs> where your husband was choking her. <laughs> uh, Sonia famously posted today on Instagram, like, what season was this? Jules Weinstein, bring her back to. <laughs> well, she spelled Jules' name wrong. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, Yeah. Jules, come back to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, this has been big news, but some other big news over in Potomac. Your silence has been deafening about Robin, actually, <laughs> as the biggest Robin super fan. Except like my my support of Candace, and I think we all know I'm a, a Candace super fan. I'm the one who was like making us drive across state lines to go see her. Um, I bought merch at her booth at BravoCon and at her show. <laughs> I know, but you bought merch. One was a gift for me. Yeah. And then at the show was like in support of the artist. Did you buy merch in either situation? Yeah, I bought a t-shirt. Have you worn it? I'm, I'm actually like trying to not wear it in order to like preserve it. For what? Just because, you know, when you wear like a t-shirt too much, like it eventually begins to fade and stuff. Are you going to put it in a frame? <laughs> no, it's just, it's got to be like the, like sacred moments, you know? Okay. Oh yeah. One of your like L-E-W-K-S, which is a t-shirt <laughs> and some shorts. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's tune into people.com with a summary of what's going on with Robin Dixon. Okay. So headline, Robin Dixon admits, quote unquote, idiot. Husband Juan Dixon's DMs with another woman stalled their wedding. Quote, unquote, we work through it. Now, isn't this interesting? This is coming a week after the delayed announcement of their wedding that was held in secret, possibly filmed for the season finale. Yeah, and it's also interesting that it's coming after the reunion where she would have had to answer for this. I know. But when we got the season finale preview, I don't see where a wedding even fits in unless it's just like a picture on the beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think we're getting a wedding. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, So people says, 
Robin Dixon is studying the record straight about what really put her wedding on hold. On the latest episode of Dixon's Reasonably Shady podcast, The Real Houses of Potomac Star, and that she had known about her husband Juan's alleged infidelity during the pandemic prior to filming season seven. She said Juan was an idiot and communicated with this woman on Instagram because, you know, whatever, he's bored, he needs attention, it's the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. They did not date, he did not fly her anywhere. The Bravo star said that the woman came forward with a hotel receipt that had his name on it, but Robin claimed that there was a reason behind it. And then this is where it really gets good. Mm-hmm. On the Reasonable Shady podcast, she says, like us, head over to Patreon <laughs> <laughs> for more information. So if you're not subscribed to the Patreon, you're only getting half the story. It's famously. so stupid. And it's so it's bad. almost like it's like holding a mirror up to us. <laughs> No. Well, we're like, do you want to hear us talk about The Last of Us? Right. Though maybe we, I think we mentioned Patreon mm. too much. We should stop. Okay, okay. But the, if you want to hear us talk about The Last of Us. <laughs> uh, so she noted on Patreon that the woman messaged Juan about losing her wallet and asked him if he could pay for her hotel while she was in town. She said that Juan put his credit card down and walked away from the hotel. She said the situation when it was presented to me was handled. It was discussed. It was something that we just had to work through, you know? It was not something that was just, oh, okay, whatever. She added, maybe that's why the wedding didn't happen when y'all wanted it to. Defend your faith. I'm not defending shit. (laughs) I mean, it's so psychotic. Like, this woman loses her wallet in the, they call the DMV area? Sure. Right? Isn't that what it is? Yeah. Uh, and then who does she turn to to book a hotel? Juan Dixon. But like, can't you book a hotel from afar from anywhere? Like, Well, when you check into a hotel, you have to put your card down. Mm-mm. Have you ever been to a hotel? <laughs> but, but that part always feels so like... Like I'm not even, I'm like half paying attention. You know, no, you I mean? like usually give your card and an ID and yeah. they swipe your card and keep it for incidentals yeah. and to pay for the actual room. Sure. I, but like Juan doesn't know this woman. <laughs> I know. Why would he do this for a stranger? Because he was allegedly having an affair. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah why yeah. make up this like Looney yeah. Tune story? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, first of all, Part of like their between uh, Juan and Robin, a lot of their marital strife has been because of money. Because they mm. had a bunch of money, they lost a bunch of money for trusting some <laughs> someone outside the marriage. So it's like you're going and handing out hotel rooms to the women you met on Instagram. Yeah, and like she, like theoretically, she could have like gone buck wild, like the what the White Lotus girl is, and just charge a whole bunch of stuff to the room. Yeah, give me some M&Ms that cost like 12 bucks. <laughs> I want a 12 buck M&M. Okay, so needless to say, some of our faves are having the time of their life. Yeah, with us. of course. Um, Candace with a thread on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think some of like the finest words put to paper. Yes. Referring not, to Andy as their employer. I know. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I want to, like, you got to have just a taste because I know some of you are not on Twitter, so like, you might be missing this. She says, wow, colon, a thread, colon. Our boss's favorite clapback when we're pay, playing coy about certain aspects of our lives is, quote unquote, you're in a reality show about your life. There's an expectation that 
doing no harm, we show up on this platform as our authentic selves. And she continues, and while we reserve the right to be judicious about what we share, there is a special brand of audacity attached to individuals who will knowingly bury the lead in exchange for damning and salacious lies that mm-hmm. stand to cause irreparable harm to innocent people. Mm-hmm. Obviously about uh, herself and and uh, Chris and, and then the whole Karen situation. Yeah. And it goes on and on and on. Candace is the main pop girly of... <laughs> Potomac. She is. Also, Karen has been doing interviews about this. Yes. I just like, it's so bad because she, Robin knew what was going on in her own life and Mm. she like went after Karen in that huge way. Yeah. And I mean, she was, she at least defended Candace during the season. Yeah. For the most part. But I understand why Candace is mad because Robin's telling this story while sure. sitting across from Giselle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my... <laughs> Your fave? <laughs> no. I don't know if I can stand by that anymore. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of um, rumors going around as to, like, what this will do. I saw one thing saying, like, Giselle gets a demotion and Robin is just off altogether, which I find hard to believe. It's like... What, wouldn't you want them to have to be confronted by this? I know. But I, I mean, I do see the POV of the network being like, you are, we're letting you do this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Which like, I think a certain number of years ago, they probably would not have let talent do podcasts like this. Yeah. Like Tamara can do her podcast, but she's not allowed to talk about OC on it mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah. And if we're talking about, Potomac on it yeah. right now. Um, you know, plugging the Patreon, doing that, and then like shifting it to right after the season wraps mm-hmm. is not good. It's Robin looks horrible. Yeah. I think she's had a horrible season as far as just like her behavior and like what she's done the entire time. Yeah. The thing against Wendy the entire season. Oh my God. It's like, what the fuck? Like this bone that she has to pick with Wendy yeah. over like even this episode, yeah. which we'll get into just mm-hmm. like for having like a facial expression yeah. at a dinner table. It's giving, it's giving, um, Alexia and Gertie right yes, now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think this is on the schedule that we recently saw tweeted out on Twitter of like Beverly Hills is Valentine's day. Um, for cameras up yeah cameras up dubai is like a week later um there's one other show beverly hills dubai and i can't remember salt lake salt lake salt lake is up february 15th or something so like we have all this potomac we don't know when they're going to be starting at we need some we need some reorganization here Mm. mia has to go (gasps) oh oh Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel like Mia's had like um, like an entertaining season. There's just something about what Mia's bringing that's like not... Mm. Okay. I don't know. That's just my opinion. And then like, maybe we're demoting Robin to friend of. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then... And then we need Cha-Cha. <laughs> Get out of here. Enough. No, <laughs> to exit. 
Oh, to exit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought you were saying like we need. No, her. no, we'll get to this. I'm, oh my god. We'll get to this, but <laughs> okay, okay. It's great. Okay, so these two stories have been consuming our lives. Until these two stories came up, all we were thinking about all weekend was rugged four news. Yeah, and then on Monday this news came out. The uh, official account. The official came account out. of the news. Yes. So, Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo exit rugged early over unwanted kisses. So, Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo both left season four of Real Houses of Ultimate Girls Trip early. The reality stars were filming in Marrakesh last week when Manzo voluntarily exited. Meanwhile, Glanville was reportedly asked to leave after allegedly non-consensually kissing Manzo multiple times during a party. Quote, it was unwanted and Caroline's distress over the matter did not seem to stop brandy an insider told people things escalated and physical boundaries were allegedly crossed that caroline felt were serious and uncomfortable so brandy apparently apologized via text but the network did decide her behavior was inappropriate and gave her the boots so this happened like i want to say saturday Friday night, Friday night, and then like Saturday, the yeah. last night of the trip was Saturday night. Okay, right, right, yeah. So it happened late in the game, so they're gonna be on the show for a while. Yeah, they're probably like, if it's if it's, if, I could see it being like uh, to be continued into the last episode. Yeah, and then like the ladies have one episode without them. It's just like Brandy, Dummy. why are you? ruining your own life again like you just got back on tv they're giving you all these shows on peacock yeah and you fucking shoot yourself in the foot yeah Idiot. so dumb i mean we thought at first based off of what was rumbling online that it was like um a brandy caroline Dina Manzo moment. I never thought that. You never thought it? I'm on the record saying, why are we automatically believing these Brandy, Caroline things without any sources? So, so, so to me, I'm, it's not like I believe it, but to me, like, it's something I could conjure up in my brain. Sure. You know, versus like, and I, somebody did conjure it up in their brain. I know. I, I, of course. Cause it's something that would be believable. Like this, it's like, how, how did this happen? <laughs> I mean, this is Brandy, though. How many times has she thrown herself at somebody unwanted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll we'll watch what happens, I guess. Watch them live, yeah. It's just like... And then watching them all leave was wild. And like Alex had to take like seven planes to get back to Australia. <laughs> she was literally like <laughs> watching her journey. It was over a day, I think, to yeah. get back home. We were like following her every yeah. step of the way. I, and then like, we've been, we've been keeping an eye on like, it's like footage of Sasquatch in the woods. Like there was that one image of Alex, Vicky and Brandy and Brandy in like a market. Yeah. Um, Alex only follows Vicky and Gretchen. (laughs) (laughs) How did we get here? I don't know. I think the early buzz was like a lot of Vicky Gretchen fighting. Yeah, we haven't heard a lick about Camille. Not, a, not. I I did see um, another Sasquatch photo of potentially Camille dressed up as Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, uh, so maybe what? They're, maybe they're doing cosplay. Oh my god, she has like a like a brunette wig holding up like a 
stuffed dog or something. I have not seen this. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's another thing that's like so blurry that I don't even know what I'm looking at until someone tells me what I'm looking at. I mean, at. like, don't we have good cameras on our phones these days, so? <laughs> no, but I mean, I think even our good cameras, if you're zooming in from across the way. Yeah. Does get a little blurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy that this is all, it's crazy that this is all happening and we still don't have a lick of Rugged 3. I know. I saw that trailer so long ago. I know. It's like another <laughs> life. Wow. Okay. We have one more news story. And this one is... Tragique. But opinion. some people are very happy some about people, this for some whatever people, reason. Some people are throwing parades yeah. in the street right now. So page six reports, Mary Cosby returning to Salt Lake City in friend role amidst cast shakeup. The sub headline, get ready to read like a scripture, little girl. Oh my God. <laughs> Mary Cosby will be returning to Salt Lake City in a friend of role. Several sources confirmed to page six on Wednesday. One source clarified to us that Cosby has not been cast as a full-time housewife, but instead will be, film a few scenes of the upcoming season, which is set to resume production February 13th. Mm. Uh, Mary wanted to come back, the insider said. However, a second source explained that while Cosby had hoped to come back to the franchise, she needed time, time to process Jenny Wynn's race controversy. Uh, Wynn was fired in January 2022 after one season. And Mary was dealing with a lot of trauma after season two. The insider told us of Cosby, who notably skipped the season two reunion before exiting the show altogether. Yeah. So here's what I don't really understand. Remember, like, wasn't it Heather and Whitney Mm -hmm. or like one other gal filming outside of Mary's church? I think it was Heather and Jen Shaw. Yeah, as it's like shutting down. Well, this was like the wild thing where we got like all this filming happened before the season started. Yeah. And before the reunion finished. What I'm trying to say is like we didn't see a bunch of stuff oh, that yeah. was filmed. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Because yes, they yes, had yes. to like re figure out like what the cast After was. After Jenny was fired. Yes. Yes. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't do you wanna see do you wanna be back with Mary? So, filming is starting February 13th. Jen leaves February 17th. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's even like, are we connecting the through line there? I don't know. We thought they were going to connect the through line with Jenny leaving this season, mm, and they never did that. They never did that, yeah. Is and, it out of sight, out of mind? Yeah. So, to me, I think obviously Salt Lake City needs so much work. We don't know what transpires during Ultimate Girls Trip, but with this reunion being filmed after Ultimate Girls Trip, it seems like it's kind of almost irrelevant what happened Mm -hmm. there. Um, I worry about Mary coming back and us going back into like a a crazy nonsensical place with Mm -hmm. Salt Lake City, which I feel like it cannot get out of. Yeah, I mean, it's remained a crazy nonsensical place even with mary out of the picture yeah and she only adds to that also what's going to happen to our beloved angie's Mm. (laughs) particularly age yeah we need her back yeah i don't know um yeah i don't think this is the answer is there no one else in that city (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it seems like there's women hungry to be lining on. up, lining up. Like, grab one of the women in the choir. Yeah, grab them from the line outside, <laughs> like the talent show. Yeah, I'm not excited about this, but I guess we'll see. I mean, it's we're in February now, and we're just a few weeks away from cameras being up. It's like, why do we need to get Salt Lake City up and running right now? Versus what? I mean, like, it's taken a very long time for, like, Beverly Hills to get mm. cameras up. And they go up the day after. I think I think with Beverly Hills, they wanted to give them a breath. Mm-hmm. Especially with... I think the breath is needed if you have Lisa Renna leaving. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but, I mean, that's besides the point. I'm mm-hmm. talking about Salt Lake City. Why do we need the cameras up? We need a breath here. Mm-hmm. You know... Uh, maybe here's a, another theory. Maybe we need it up because it's kind of like how Salt Lake filmed for so long before the first season mm-hmm. to like get to a place where we have an actual season. Yeah. They also like to film during the winter because mm, it adds the snow. to the yeah, yeah. snow. Like why would they be holding snowflakes in the summer? Yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Okay. Cool. cool. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor-guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Okay, so as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we're coming to you a little early this week. That means we, unfortunately, are not covering this week's Miami. Mm -hmm. However, we will touch base with the gals next week. And luckily, I feel like we have two important episodes this week. Very important. Potomac, Salt Lake City. Yes. Potomac, we are... Back from Mexico. Back from Mexico recovering we are going wedding dress shopping (sighs) now 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 the fact that the name of the wedding dress shop is called deja vu i get deja vu when i'm with you olivia rodrigo for the woman who is remarrying her ex-husband. Wow. To go to Deja Vu. Perfect. Why would a wedding dress shop be called Deja Vu? Um, maybe it's about like when people come in there, they feel Deja Vu because they've been looking. They've been dreaming of this dress all been, their life. Exactly. Yeah. That's a stretch though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think that would be the, the selling point over remarrying your ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we have obviously our other green-eyed bandit with us, mm-hmm. and we have Ashley coming in for a drive-by. She loves <laughs> a drive-by, whether it be in person or even on Facetime. She's coming in to drop a bomb because 
we are we at the end of last week's episode, which you know we recap last week's episode, and I feel like we even didn't even settle in into all of it. Mm-hmm. Like blue eyes, we didn't spend that much time on. Mm-hmm. Upon reflection, um, the chaos that the night descended into. Obviously, we were only teased that, but now Ashley is telling us what happened. Telling us what happened. We're getting a lot of imagery from that one Instagram photo that was posted in real time. Mm -hmm. And it's always nice when we get something in real time of Ashley, Mia, Candace, Wendy, four girls hanging out, having a fun time together. Like against a wall. Laughing, smiling. And like we in real time back then were like, Ashley and Candace. Yeah. Important. Are they going to bury the hatchet? And we keep getting like hints of maybe that'll happen. Mm-hmm. And as like the season was wrapping up, it's like they're they're having a good time at this bachelor party, obviously end of episode. Where do we go? And then Candace was recently on Watch Robins Live post reunion, mm-hmm. seemingly back in a bad place again. The thing is, there's one person to blame here, and it's Ashley Darby. <laughs> it's Ashley Darby doesn't get a lot of the ire, I feel like, from the fans that, like, the more obvious shitsters mm. are getting. Like, Giselle and Robin, obviously, are yeah. rightfully so getting a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, if, like, Ashley's almost head shitster. She's mm. got the biggest spoon. Yeah, she's got the biggest spoon. I, I mean, if she knew what was good for her, she would do at least a one-season tag team with Candace. We need the dolls to go back and study <laughs> Gretchen and Tamara. The original The dolls. original dolls who, when they knew the going was tough, were like, we have to form an alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what, what, we, what have we not done yet? I know. And it's like, Candace, you're a student of this. And I actually think Candace probably wanted to go this direction. Yeah. But fucking Ashley Darby. He's fucking up. With her big ass spoon that she's <laughs> stirring shit with. I keep thinking like you're about to say her big ass forehead no. like Candace. And I say this as a big foreheaded person. No. So I'm allowed to say it as well. I, mean, I just keep thinking you're going to say that, but you keep going to the spoon and say I would never. I know you would never. <laughs> but like that, I just, I keep thinking you're like about to land there. When I was saying big ass, I was like, holy shit, I sound like Candace right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so she drops, she drops the scoop at the wedding uh, dress venue that Wendy and Mia... We're kind of getting into each other's business. I know, but she implicates Giselle in dropping the scoop because she only really drops it to Giselle. Oh, yeah, because Robin's like in the dressing room. (laughs) So then Giselle has to become a messenger as well. Mm -hmm. And it was funny that Giselle wanted to talk to Mia first Mm -hmm. before telling Robin... But then ends up telling Robin during a reasonably shady recording session mm-hmm. that we see in a flashback before her sit down with, yeah. with Mia. The thing is, it's like, Giselle's going to tell Robin. Well, Giselle, well Giselle's going to tell Robin, but it's like, mm, was she telling Robin while recording reasonably shady as additional reasonably shady promo because she knew this would be included in the show? Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Smart. Yeah. 
Subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> when we're on our reality show, we're gonna I'm gonna do tons of dropping things in this little recording room. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Uh but it sounded like it, it's like we're talking about the business, but I don't think Mia nor Wendy are that offended by this being talked about. Yeah. You know? You would think Wendy would be. Mm-hmm. Because she, it's Mia tries to point out, Mia tries to frame it like Wendy wanted to go, go, go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she didn't have, they didn't have like the consent of their husbands. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So Mia's being dirty here too. Mm, Yeah. Also, it's so, going to this home of Mia's that now she no longer is in. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Is wild. Well, I love that we kept the huge motif of wine bottles displayed on the wall Mm -hmm. carried over from the condo to the home yeah to i'm sure wherever they are right now yeah Mm -hmm. okay so we we have giselle going over to mia's because they're planning the bachelorette Mm -hmm. and mia knows strippers yes one thing I like about Giselle is when she enters a home, she's got to look around. <laughs> she, of course. She's getting inspiration for her own yeah. house of horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would love to visit. That's like the eighth wonder of the world. Mm, mm, mm. Giselle's West Wing. <laughs> Do we still have a staircase to nowhere? <laughs> I hope so. I, I thought that was like art. Art pop. Yeah. it was. It's actually an installation. You're not yeah. meant to walk on the stairs. Okay. So we are hashing out invites and group chats Mm -hmm. and not making the list are Karen and Wendy and Wendy and Ashley is so happy. The moment she gets the group text and notices that they're not on it. So happy to FaceTime in. I mean, obviously the Karen thing is obvious. But we're now icing Wendy out for making a face a second time. Yeah, for making a face. <laughs> um, Karen at that lunch ordered crab dip. I think just for her entree. Yeah, crab dip for entree. <laughs> like a dip for entree is an interesting. Like we're not sharing. No, this is my dip. Is my what, dip is what she's going to be. My little toasted pita bread. And then what? What did? What did Wendy Fish order? Fish tacos. Oh yeah, that's a that's a reasonable order. Yeah. yeah. Though, what? I love a fish taco. Yeah. But sometimes it's not the right move. Oh, well, so here's here's my tip about fish taco. We got to ask, number one, what kind of fish is it? Mm-hmm. Tilapia, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Number two, we got to ask, how is it prepared? Is it a fried fish? Mm-hmm. Is it a grilled fish? Mm-hmm. Um the, the options are limitless, really. Yeah. So I, I need to know. There's a lot of information. Because like fish taco is so broad. It is. It really is. I will say, best fish burrito in the game was at Creek and Cave. Oh. May she rest in peace. A comedy club, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, get your fish taco, get your fish burrito, go into the cave downstairs. Yeah. Stop. For a game of pinball. Yeah. The room, remember the room of pinball machines? Yeah. Before taking in your comedy show. May she rest in peace. That was a Long Island City 
institution. And it's so interesting because like <laughs> we would go when I lived in Manhattan and you lived in Brooklyn. I know, but actually I think it's I think Long Island City is like secretly a good midpoint for like certain combinations of people. Well, yeah, it's like convenient to I lived in Hell's Kitchen. Mm. Very convenient to Hell's Kitchen, only a few stops away. Yeah. And from downtown Brooklyn was not bad either. Yeah, just get on that G. Get on the G. Wow. Oh my God. I'm truly RAP. Okay. So I don't like I don't like where the invite list is going. Um, but we then get the opportunity to like check in with the uninvited. Mm-hmm. Wendy, I gotta say, look in. Gorgina. Maybe Mia had a point. Maybe. Maybe. It's like, Mia's making it seem like Wendy was so thirsty. I'm thirsty right now watching Wendy do her commentary. Well, the way Ashley told, the way Ashley told it was yeah. that Mia kept on commenting oh, okay, about right. how like gorgeous Wendy yeah. was. Sure, 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 sure. So, I mean, mm. both unreliable narrators, but I believe, I would believe Ashley Darby over Mia. Mm, okay, okay. Ashley yeah. Darby is... Yeah. Messy, but slightly more reliable than me. I mean, Mia doesn't know where she is half the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's strange timeline-wise that we are back when Roe v. Wade was being overturned. Yeah, like it feels like having that as a distinction of like what time and place we're at. We were jarring. we were about to go to P Town. Oh yeah! Wow, because that was the night before. Oh my God! You're yeah. right. Right. Wow. So end of end of June. June. Yeah. Wow. And then Karen. <laughs> this, you gotta give it to her, because like, sometimes filming a solo scene, is a challenge. I would say. Yeah, but she's a, a hustler. A challenge that not everyone is up for. Mm-hmm. The fact that she says, "I'd rather be," <laughs> boasting. A photo of myself handing someone a check than going to the bachelorette party. It's so funny. We're going up from a a three-way to a four-way. Good. Limited edition. And someone posted a screenshot online of the typo. She wrote limited edition, like A-D-D-I-D-I-O-N. Let's get a copy writer here. <laughs> this scandal is like $150. <laughs> but for some reason, it doesn't, like, it doesn't offend me that in the same way that the charade thing offended me. Right. Like, cause to me, this is just comedy where it's like the charade thing is like, you actually could have had something like, didn't we almost have it all? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And like $150 for a candle. <laughs> There are candles that expensive. There are candles that, like, oh my God, those candles. I'm sorry. The candles with all the jumbled letters that the, the girls love. Diptyque? Yeah. <laughs> Not the candles with all the jumbled letters that the girls love. And me knowing what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel like those are 150 for a single wick. Oh, these, yeah, but these people like like to act like they're mm-hmm. cool. I, you know where I get my candles? Fucking Target. 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 There's a scent called Moonbeam, and it really gets my goat. Oh my god! Wait, guys, and I gave you the quick tip about the, the fish tacos. Here's your second quick tip. Your fish taco tip was like rambling on. Okay, well, this one I'm gonna get straight to the point. Okay. If you have the opportunity, like, like if you're returning something to Amazon, sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, bring it to Kohl's." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. 
Okay, I guess so. So I fucking... <laughs> They've never told me this. No, no. So I've had... And then, like, for some reason, bringing it to Whole Foods is not an option. Like, I have to bring it to Kohl's. Okay, fine. So I've done this twice. Both times I go bring it to Kohl's. When you bring it to Kohl's, the person at Kohl's gives you five dollars in Kohl's cash. So then I take those five dollars in Kohl's cash. I walk over to the candle, Uh the candle aisle. Mm -hmm. I'm finding candles on clearance that it's like you know winter scents. But hello, hello, it's winter. We're still in winter. Yeah. So I still got use for it. So I got my photo. I wore clearance, fighters and cold cash. I'm paying pennies. Like a Douglas fir scented candle. Yes, I'm paying pennies for a Douglas fir candle in January. There's no coals near me. Oh, yeah, I know. This is in like, like, like we're practically in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they should open up coals in central Brooklyn yeah. so I can go. Yeah, yeah. But just, I mean, guys, obviously, if there's a coals by you, consider my mom loves Kohl's. She yeah. loves Kohl's. Tell cash. your mom about this trick. Yeah. If she needs to return something to Sometimes she like lets me use her account <laughs> mm. to buy stuff on Kohl's.com. Well, well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, let's let's head on over in a sprinter van wearing matching snakeskin ones. That's no, not called onesies. Cat suits? Cat suits. I hate this look. Oh, you hate it? Yeah. Okay. It was funny that like the assignment was everyone come dress sexy and I, and I'm not like knocking her, but like Robin's look was like the least exciting for me. Well, she's a bride to be. So she's trying to be a little more demure. I don't know. She also like never understands the assignment. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, she doesn't even understand the assignment of like being on a reality show. Well, so yeah, I know. How can we expect her? <laughs> I do got to say, we did have a lot of fun with Candace this episode. We're talking about Cookie Monster again. Mm-hmm. We are... We're brunching on the porch with Chris. We're brunching on the porch with Chris. Oh, yeah, before... Oh, yeah, she's filling him in on how the trip went. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, like, where we're going with... We're, like, continuing with the baby journey mm-hmm. with Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These, these, that's a couple to watch on this show. I mean, yeah. they And it's, like... Play Vindicated by Dashboard Confessional Alexa. <laughs> mm. Imagine if like people's Alexas were like, <laughs> Vindicated. <laughs> Is that how it goes? It goes, Vindicated. Uh-huh. I was nothing. I was wrong. Oh, I think I was doing like a little like Creed style. <laughs> yeah. There. I remember this guy played it like on our last day of school mm-hmm. in the theater. Did you feel like you vindicated? vindicated? Yeah. yeah. He's now gay. Mm. Aren't they all? I think he lives in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, oh, I obviously have to point out Candace as Chacha is sauntering and sliding in saying legs, hips, and body. I know. I caught that. (laughs) I was screaming. And I mean, it's like foreshadowing for, we know at the finale party, they were dancing to legs and hips and body. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Which probably won't be included, but nice to know Mm, that that happens. Yeah. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Speaking of Chacha, as soon as we see her, she starts mumbling and whining how she should have been the one hosting this party. Why does she have this confessional to say that? (laughs) But like, honestly, mumbling and whining. It's like, you're not hosting because you're not full-time on the show. 
<laughs> Didn't she used to have a little more pep in her stuff? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Because I wasn't rooting or pepping or anything with her. I wasn't rooting for her back then either. But for some mm. reason, I got it in my little brain of brains. Like who? Like hearing you talk about this. Who would ever want you to host a party? I know. <laughs> It'd be the saddest party I've ever been to. I know. You, they'd like be in the champagne room or whatever. I mean, the only good thing was like, she was the happiest one munching on the lobster. She was like <laughs> grabbing it from everyone. She also was like, she was wasted when she started running oh. her mouth at the strip club, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. she was slurry slur. Yeah, she was slur. It was, it's just funny that like, she's like that talking about Karen. I know. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like trying to like slut shame Karen. And mm. it's like very like we're in a plate. Like why? No. Mm-mm. It just none of it made sense. <laughs> trying to screw the workers. The workers was also, like, oh my was God. also sending me. Uh. I haven't been to a strip club in a very long time and I want to go back. Oh. I've only been twice. I've never have I ever. I've never well, been. I am good. I went to Claremont Lounge, which is famous in Atlanta. Um, they've got like this whole legacy. And then I went to a boys' strip club in Atlanta. Okay, so the first one's a girl, and the second one's a boy. Yeah. The okay. first one's like it's known for like older women, and mm. they play like funk music, and it's in the bottom of this hotel. Yeah. It's like very famous in Atlanta. Mm-mm. Second one was um, Swinging Richards, which is also famous in Atlanta, and I heard it's closing soon. Oh. That was men. Sad. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Another Candace moment with Ashley. Say when Ashley was talking about, oh, well, things are good with Michael. Mm. And Candace is like, he was in my man's restaurant with a bitch. And Ashley's like, that's very disappointing to hear. I know. Like her whole like little storyline right there just like took a nose I know. she's like okay um pivot pivot yeah <laughs> i don't know it was just like them sitting around all talking about karen mm-hmm. it was bad and then mia just like this is what i mean when she doesn't know where she is oh just making things because she starts like saying that karen's like a sex worker yeah, and yeah, like yeah. all this stuff and like then she has this whole narrative about how g told her that when men get older they make an arrangement with their mm-hmm. younger wives that if you can't climb the stairs anymore. You can't can't climb me or something. <laughs> this is why I said earlier, like Mia's losing the script mm. for me. It's like if you can't even like if you don't even know where you are or like what's well, like I guess like my counterpoint is that is anyone taking Mia seriously? No, and like so, I also am eating my words from the beginning of the season where I'm like she's delusional and beautiful and I love her. So, and I think like actually those words are still correct. I don't know if I love her anymore. Mm, yeah. 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 Like, like her behavior in Miami was horrible. Oh yeah. I mean that to me was the worst part. And the Jacqueline stuff is horrible. Yeah. I think that's, that's it. And surprisingly next week is the finale. Not surprisingly. It's, it's time. It's time. The preview showed a lot. It didn't, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, did not show a hint of a wedding. Yeah. I think it's also interesting. People are saying Potomac's and it's like flop era right no. now. And I'm like, but we're all talking about it more than ever. Mm. I think we're actually finally past as a society, the 
if you're not walking shooting Potomac, like you're missing out. It's like, no, we're actually all watching at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think we're still doing like the promo era. Well, there are a lot of people who still, well, I mean, that's like the, the people who don't watch the black housewife shows. Yeah. The racists. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Okay. I think that's it for Potomac. Shall we get to our finale finale? Yes. Part two of the Salt Lake City reunion, which there was a moment we thought was going to be three parts. And it's not. And it's not. I will say, rooting for basically no one. No one. But was entertained. Yeah. I mean, we we did, to give context, watch this as a family. Yes. uh, While recording tonight's episode. So I feel like that made it more enjoyable. Yeah. To some degree. Uh, this was a whiplash-inducing episode, I would say. Yes. It was like when Drag Race has to <laughs> yes, yes. Zoom, zoom through the uh, runway. It's a, it's as if the Real Friends of Wheel aired right after this. <laughs> Which I wish. Which we didn't discuss in the pre-show, sadly. <laughs> oh, my God. Although, I don't think this episode was as iconic as the first episode. I liked the little fight. Mm. When the guy lost his jacket and the other guy was like, don't worry, it's it's from Zara. It's from Zara, and it oh, really yeah. just like pissed the oh, other yeah, guy off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, when, and then Brad's like, "No, it's it's Saint Laurent, <laughs> right? Is that what he yeah, said?" Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, but when I say it's whiplash, it's like friends are here. Get out, friends. Husbands, come here. No, get out. Jen, yeah. <laughs> They should have let Angie H sit. Yeah. At least like maybe in the background. Oh yeah, that would have been like very chic to have like the three friends preside over this or have them like in the shadows in the church <laughs> like in a pew with the rest of the choir with the rest of the choir yeah get the bear out there <laughs> the, the real bears i'm so like the names people come up for, mm. for themselves when they're bravo fans mm. <laughs> okay so heather gay's now dealing with the additional trauma that we are potentially calling this a sex capade with Jen Shaw as the cause for the black eye. Yeah. And then just to get like the flash over to her, like humping Jen Shaw mm-hmm. on the bed. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that was like one of a few scenes from that night. Yeah. Tits on the window. Uh, laying on the, on the poolside recliners. Yeah. I will say the, the more she talked about like the shame she feels about mm. the night, I was like, okay, I see this. I know. But like, wouldn't I obviously, hmm. I mean, it's hard to like, what's the word? Like take that feeling and know to present that as your explanation slash defense. Mm. Like if she had, at least by the time she was doing confessionals, be like, I am so upset about this. Right. What makes me upset about this is that I got so drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, if, if this was all this, we would have all been like, oh my God, Heather, like, yes, like, we understand what's going on. It's the timeline. It's the timeline. Yeah. What do people say? It's the timeline for me. People <laughs> love saying it's like, it's the da-da for me. It's the da for me. Yeah. The blank, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. 
It's the sweatshirt for me. So I loved, and obviously it was like loving in a trolling way, as like we're kind of wrapping that up. We're setting the friends off. And then the right couch is like, Oh, that's like a selfie. I know. <laughs> and then, I was like, yeah, there's crying on the other <laughs> couch. Crying. And like Angie's confront or consoling her yeah. with Meredith. Mm. Love that selfie. Then they went to rise after. Oh my God. Well, the right couch. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked rise. I mean, I wouldn't even know in this day and age what to pick in the Isle of Manhattan. Well, yeah, but I mean like the places are still kind of there. Mm. Like, I'd go. I'd actually go to Flaming Saddles. Mm-mm-mm. It's too congested. All those bars are. Buddy. Rise? I don't think Rise is. Oh yeah, probably more congested because it's not country music themed. No, but but Flaming Saddles is. You're literally sta- like other than like the front area, it's a hallway. Rise is tiny, teeny. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, I'm a Brooklyn boy. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, we have to talk about the Hillen journey. Which I wonder if, like, she even regrets bringing this up on the show. No. no? I heard somebody talking about, like, the similarities between Whitney and Ashley Darby in the way, like, they're not going through the same Hillen journey. Yeah. But they both, like, are relying heavily on, like, these, like, they're really into, like, metaphysical mm. and, like, all these, like, shamans and, like, this type of thing. And, like, sure. every activity that they plan has, like, something to do Ooh. with, like, a healer of some sort. The metaphysical. Isn't is that, that it's is called? that a word? I think so. There was a section at Borders Back Bay mm. when I worked there you called, should have, you should know. <laughs> called yeah. Metaphysical. Okay. And I think it was where all those things lived. Yeah, so there you I, go. This is probably offensive to, <laughs> no. to someone. <laughs> Uh, we're, and then, and then this is where we get to Heather versus Whitney, which like, let's fix it, girls. Mm. And I get the impression that Whitney is more willing to fix it than Heather is. Yeah, and Whitney makes some good points. She also makes some stupid points yeah sure 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 so she like the point that Whitney's making about how heather acts with jen shaw mm, oh my god compared to with whitney and heather's like well i hold you to a higher standard and it's like yeah why yeah <laughs> like why i mean and that and and the fact that like the different standard is now i don't want to have a relationship with you yeah is a, a pretty drastic different standard. It's so weird. Just the Jen Sean Heather thing just like perplexes me to no end. Mm. And like similar with Meredith, though Meredith, I think, did an okay job of explaining why she kind of like changed her tune a little bit mm. when she talked about Jen's like mental health stuff. But back to Jen and Heather, mm. it kind of reminds me of, and only because they talked about this on The View this week, but like, it kind of reminds me of Lindsey Graham's relationship with Donald Trump. Oh, okay. it's like this person should be turning against this person at every like turn. Like Trump has insulted Lindsey Graham. Jen Shaw has insulted yeah, yeah, Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's just like, they can't quit them. Well, as Heather said at the end of the episode, I'm this far down the road with her. Now I'm not going to drop her now. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs> 
Lindsay of Scram. Well, okay. Uh, so we get a lot of like clips from BravoCon podcasts, mm-hmm. and I don't even know what the point they were trying to make with any of that was. They were both trying to say, "Well, so and so said bad things or okay. turned against me at this point of time." Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. I think it's Heather keeps on doubling down. And then I think Heather did the first shot. Mm. And then Whitney retaliated. Okay. And then it keeps on going back and forth. Yeah. This makes me so uninterested in their stay in Thailand. Thailand. I was going to say the opposite. Oh, I was going to say, I think it'll be interesting to see them among other people and see how they react and see how the others react to them. Okay. 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 Especially like with candy gal there and like candy Mm. calls them the snow bunnies, which means (laughs) they both bonded with her in some level. Yeah. So I'm actually interested to see this. I know, but then it just doesn't make any sense. There's no sense there. Well, like if they're the snow, if they're the snow bunnies, that implies like some togetherness. I mean, we'll watch what happens live. Well, we'll watch what happens live. Okay. Uh, the husbands was really like a flash. We're in, we're out. Yeah. I, I don't like any of them, but I think Seth is the most camera ready. Yeah, he knows what he's doing, and just like it felt like, um, God, what is Lindsay's? I mean. Lisa's, Lisa's John. I mean, John always feels like he's on like the verge of crying. And his thing where he was offended <laughs> by Meredith and Seth was like the most like tiny little throwaway comment. I know, like roll footage, like you could have find like something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you made fun. You of my wife. You made a joke about 50 cents and my wife. <laughs> yeah, I liked his brooch though. Uh, you did like the brooch. <laughs> you were considering. <laughs> I might get a brooch for my next uh, mm. occasion where I have to wear a suit. Okay, yeah, very chic. Uh, I feel like what's the other one? The wild, the the wild rose. He then like was like, I think I could mediate between you mm. guys, between John and Seth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I love this little act that we're playing. Like these are the Jersey men, as yeah. if there's like a closeness here. Try as you might. Yeah. <laughs> We can see right through it. Especially like, like coach was, was in this crew and they're like, fuck him. Yeah. Guilt, he's guilty. Jen saving him. I mean, like, didn't we bring in Angie K's husband <laughs> at one point? Oh yeah. I forgot when he was like hosting them. I think yeah. that was Angie K's husband hosting. No, they were at coaches. Oh, okay. Or no, maybe it wasn't. Angie- I think they were Angie K's husbands. Roll the footage. Roll footage. <laughs> Remember when Lisa Barlow said that the reunion? Lisa Barlow. Not this reunion, but a reunion. But Lisa Barlow, love to hate her, hate to love her. She's like, like Seth, she's the most camera ready for me. You Is kept that crazy? On, you kept on going, she's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> I mean, when she was singing happy birthday at the end, was a really cute moment. <laughs> wouldn't call it cute. I did like the hint at reconciliation between her and Meredith. Mm. And Merit the fact that Meredith was the one who made the joke about it, I think is good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Meredith is smiling, so that was good. Yeah. She doesn't smile too often. Meredith, I think, 
she's had three years, and I think she's finally finally getting the what it takes to be a housewife. Maybe. When they were singing Happy Birthday? Yeah. Was that, was you got to pivot. You got to pivot. I. Oh, I just would love if everyone could. Like, nothing seems that serious amongst the four of them that we can't just figure it out. I know. It's like get together off season. You've got. You got two weeks. You've got two weeks. <laughs> um, get together. Be the core four. Be the core four. And then. Haze the new girls. Haze Angie H. <laughs> when it came up that Angie H had helped pay for the med- for the legal bills. We were. No, no. Oh, yeah. For the legal. Okay. No, I thought you said medical bills. I almost I like, started what? saying medical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like. What? <laughs> Shot. This is like Harrington exposed. I know. And I think Alex was like. I'm sure like she didn't want that to be said. And I was like, actually, I'm pretty sure she wanted it to be said. Anytime her name is on anybody's lips, she's happy. You you posting an art, come to Queen Instagram page, a solo shot of Angie Arrington smiling, maybe the happiest she's ever smiled, sitting on the couch for her very first time. Probably like happier than her wedding day. That's how I felt going into the weekend. So I needed something to represent. Yeah. You really? It was a true representation of heading into the weekend. Sliding into the weekend. Like Angie H. Keep your eyes on Angie. I have my eyes on her. I'm always in her Instagram stories. At all times. Okay. I think that's that. R.I.P. Salt Lake, but... Um, yeah, the cameras are up in two weeks. We have a Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. It's kind of uh, one of those, like... It's like a salt and pepper shaker. It's like two things that go together. <laughs> both both occurring at the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, where you would use salt and pepper. Where you would use salt and pepper. Put it on some eggs. So we have... Our freak of the week, and for me, this is like a positive one because I do think this is maybe Nini's first iconic moment in a minute. Mm-hmm. So Nini was on the Breakfast Club, and I kind of felt like they were like trying her on for size as like a guest co-host or something. Well, because famously Angela Yee left after several years. Oh, I didn't. When did she leave recently? Uh, a few months ago. Okay, so are we so trying? So they her might on for be si- trying people out. Okay, okay. Angela Yee, who owns a coffee shop in my neighborhood called Coffee Uplifts People Cup. Oh, she! I I've driven past that so many times. She owns yeah. that. Very chic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is actually it is actually like a really chic coffee shop. Keeps things hot and cold. Yeah. <laughs> you get an iced coffee. You get a hot coffee. <laughs> okay. But Nene just kind of like reading the news, talking about uh, the Juan Dixon, Robin Dixon stuff. And then we get into the Starless Real Housewives of Potomac. The Starless Real Housewives. Robin Dixon. Yeah. We get into famous and known. I'm going to play a little clip right here. Ooh, honey. Yes, for the Starless Robin Dixon child. What? Um, Starless, <laughs> honey. Mm-hmm. Starless? Starless. What the hell does that mean, Nene? Like, these girls on these shows are just not stars. Like, if you really look <laughs> at it, all of the stars that were on any of these franchises, they mm-hmm. took them off. And everybody that's left is Starless. Now, go on. But I thought that show got high ratings. Oh, does it? 
I thought I don't know. When last time you looked at them was ratings, honey. <laughs> Those ratings are so. You need to stop. Don't do. Do that. you watch the show? Or you don't watch that show. I don't watch the show. I watch the clips though that come down social media. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really a TV watcher. I don't watch TV at all. Okay. Well, they spoke so, about it on the Reasonably Shady podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Okay. Oh. Two stars, Robin and Giselle. I think they're stars. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay then. <laughs> you you the one that's reasonably shady, Lord, completely shady. That be the name of Nene Park. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, you think they stars? This had me cracking up, <laughs> and like the fact that she's even including like Kenny Burris, yeah, in this conversation. And it's like, come on, it's so petty, and it's like on paper. Reading the story before watching the video, yeah, I'm like, God, Nini, just like you, just sound so bitter. Mm-hmm. But listening to the audio, it, it well, watching the and there's video yeah. component too. It's com- comedy. Yeah, they don't teach this at. She's a comedian. Get her back on Glee. They don't teach this in in the comedy schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck UCB. <laughs> Fuck uh, the Groundlings. The Groundlings. Go Second to, City. Go to the Leak School of Comedy. <laughs> yes, yes. Go to the Leak School. Okay, so then our one true queen. This was an unexpected one. This was, because like, I don't love her. Like, no. Like, she doesn't hold a special place in my heart, but one Ebony K. Williams came on to the Breakfast Club the very next day <laughs> <laughs> after being a slight drag by NeNe Leaks. Yeah. As to whether is Ebony K. Williams famous or is she known? And Nini, I think, said that she didn't know who she, Ebony K. Williams was. She did not know who Ebony K. Williams was. Roll footage. <laughs> I was the first black woman on Real Housewives of New York. Nini says she didn't know who you were. Yeah, that's so interesting to me, though, because I'm looking at my Instagram DMs, and I, there you go, Envy. You oh, can see. That, um, is, that is a receipt. That's a receipt. Can we from read Miss, that evidence in court? Uh, absolutely. Matter of fact, um, uh, why don't you read it, Charlemagne? Read it out loud. Closer. Go ahead. You, yeah, you, you, you can read that. Me. Uh, well, this is from Nene Leaks, February 3rd at 9.07 a.m. Are you still on the show? Three days later, February 12th. Hello? <laughs> and then two days from that, uh, Ebony K. Williams responds, Hello, Nene. Happy to chat in person. My cell is... Let me know next time you're in New York City. I'm not sure what was meant when she came on this beloved program and said, I don't know her. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah. factually not true. Yeah. Um, we, so, but I, I want to say this. So that, that is just a lie. Okay. So you do know me, Nene, and you do know that I was the first and only black housewife. In fact, I was named in Nene's legal complaint. I am actually a named person as an example of the racial discrimination that she alleged Bravo of participating in. Oh. She cites my example, what Got I you. went through with Ramona on mm-hmm. camera. So, Got you. yeah, the court documents say you do know me, Nene. Okay. Damn. So anyway. So um, if you catch somebody lying does that mean their whole testimony is a lie you i would argue that at closing envy damn i would argue that now you have no credibility on the topic you gotta give a evidence. <laughs> you really gotta and she's like she's on a full-fledged press tour right now for a book like she was on the view today and i'm like what what, what are you doing here evan are you trying to get on legacy right now <laughs> but i mean i do love the um dipping into like legal legal jargon mm-hmm. it's like do we build the case against Nini? Like, case closed. Throw the book at her. It was really good. And it's like perfect housewives mm. fodder. Like, this is what, like, 
this is what we need to be fighting over and like laughing about. Like this is where Salt Lake City needs to go, as I was saying earlier. Yeah, and it's like, I know both of them don't really have the best relationship with Bravo right now, but let's get cameras up and yeah. Ultimate Girls Trip with oh, the get, two of them. You know, <laughs> let's drop the lawsuit, Nene, <laughs> and get on an Ultimate Girls Trip. Do we know each other? Do we not know each other? <laughs> we see each other. It could be like a whole Ultimate Girls Trip that's like squash that beef like they played at BravoCon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're... we're Putting in pairs that need to squash it. Yeah. Giselle and Ramona. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Vicky and Ramona. (laughs) Ramona and the cast. Reza and Kyle. For some reason, Reza's invited. Reza, for the first time in her history. (laughs) A man on an ultimate girl's trip. Wow. What a week. What a week. As always, head on over to comethroughqueen.com for links to everything. Much like Robin. Gotta plug the Patreon. We have a pre-show this week, The Last of Us. Oh, The Last of Us. I'm going to go home and watch it again. Oh my God. Brennan just keeps re-watching, re-watching, <laughs> re-watching. He managed to watch all of Shotgun Wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more. Obviously, links to the Instagram page. If you want to catch a picture of Angie Harrington looking happy. Oh yeah. Let's get that photo to 100 likes. Okay. Go like that photo. <laughs> that's, that's Brennan's <laughs> campaign. Support Angie. And yeah, just like, comment, subscribe. Heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.